Welcome to another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a father of four. And as always, I am here with none other than the the Reverend Joshua S. What's going on, BD? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. It's a Sunday night. I'm ready to do mm. the podcast. We've got a lot of good stuff to talk about, and I'm pumped. Yes, we sure do. I'm pumped too, brother. All right. Um. So I guess we'll go ahead and jump right into it. Let's get right into it, BD. Let's get right into it, man. Okay. All right. Without further ado, we're going to jump into it as we customarily do with the weekly airing of grievances. And I've got one today, Josh. This is an important topic. This is something that needs to be discussed. Okay. Okay. So, as a married man, Josh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm on a never-ending journey, okay, to protect, to provide. Mm -hmm. That's right. To instruct and to teach my family, Josh. Only by the help of the Holy Ghost, BD, can we do this. Absolutely. Another one of my responsibilities as a man is to be loyal. Yeah, that's right. To my wife and my family. Okay. That's right. Yes. Now, being that I'm a married man, okay, there's only a handful of places that I can feel completely 100% comfortable. You see, I can't always go to some of the places that I used to go when I was single. Hey, I know. It's facts. I can't do it. All right. Yeah. I, I try not to go to the mall that much, okay? I, have, I haven't been. Too much going on, all right? Yeah. I try to be careful about what <clears throat> gym I go to. Mm-hmm. Women these days at the gym, sometimes they don't cover themselves up enough. They don't. Modesty right? is a lost art, brother. It's a lost art, all right? But there are two places, Josh, that normally I'm safe. What's those two places, BD? That is at my house. Obviously. And that is the house of the Lord, Josh. The house of God? The house of God. But lately, Josh, it hasn't been that way. In the last the house the last couple of years. The house of goddesses. It's that's what it's become. I go to 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 church to 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 church. On the tip of your tongue, let it out, BD. Let it out. I go to church. And I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to get fed. I'm trying to get some word in me. Okay. I'm trying to praise the Lord. I'm trying to get ready for the week, the challenges that's that right. are to come in the week ahead. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. I don't want to see you come up to me in a halter top with the church's name on it. The greeters? The greeters? The, the, what, a halter top? Do you want to donate to the church? No, no, I don't want to donate anything. I'm here with my wife. I'm married. About to flip tables. I was just asking if you wanted to donate tithes and offerings. If you wanted to just give right here. Uh, I'm terribly sorry. I, I, okay. I I got caught. She tried a song. She tried a song in Solomon, you bro. I don't know. That's what it felt like. I mean, maybe that's weren't without, maybe that wasn't her true intentions, but that's what it's felt like when you're dressed like that. Okay. I don't want to see that. When you go to church, the jeans that you have on, okay? If you had to, if you had to jump up and down to get the jeans on, no, take them off. All right. No. 
The only jeans I want to see in church are 80s uh, mom jeans. That's what I want to see. That's it. That's all we want to see. All the way up to the waist, a little muffin top action going on, pretty yes. loose. You know, that's what I want to see in church. I don't want to see all that other stuff. Okay? Shoulders. If your shoulders are out, put them away. I don't want to see Put them away. Put them away. Put them. <laughs> all right? You know why? Why is that, BD? Because when I, if I have to go to the mall, right? If I have to go to the gym, I know I'm going to the Dow. I'm ready, okay? Because in advance of doing that, I'm in my loins. prayer closet. Loins are girded, breastplate of righteousness on. It's on. Helmet of salvation, shoes shod with the preparation of peace. The belt of truth is on. That's right. And the shield of faithfulness is on my hands, and I'm ready for war. I'm ready for war. I'm in my prayer closet. I'm ready. And I go in ready. there, and I stand proud as a married man. But when I go to church... I'm just not expecting that. Whatever happened to the days of skirts that go below your knees? Whatever happened to jeans skirts, BD? What happened to To the ankles. The ankles. I can't get turned on by ankles. No. It's perfect. That's what I want in church. Okay. It's sad, BD. It's, it's sad. The house of God has turned into a house of harlots. No offense to those. Listen, modesty is the best policy. It is. Now, now you can't. It don't matter how covered up you are. Men of lust are going to just think they, they'll see right through you. This is you true. can wear a jean skirt and a turtleneck and they're just full of lust. But for the rest of us. Come on. Like who are you dressing up for? It's Jesus. He, he knows you inside and out. But we don't we don't want to see that. What are you going to church for? Are you trying to get a husband? Are you trying to find your next date? Are you a chum coming to praise the Lord? How can you really worship? You know, you shout and then all of a sudden everybody rolls behind. You got to turn and face another way. That ain't, the Holy Ghost ain't making you shout. You just want to get your dance on to see if uh, you'll catch a deacon. You'll catch, you might try to catch you a youth pastor, try to catch you uh, an associate pastor, a campus pastor, even. Man, BD, I, I don't, I don't get it, man. That the house of God, man. I don't know why some of these ladies. We're not saying all ladies, because a lot of you ladies are modest. What happened in the scriptures when they said uh, the mothers of the church cheat, teach the daughters, teach the young women? That's why I'm glad I go to victory. Mm -hmm. See, 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 when all the greeters are at least 60 and up. <laughs> okay? And people used to laugh about that, like, where are the youth? Why? No, we don't want y'all greeting. We want the mothers greeting. Because I want to be welcome with the hug, and I want to feel like I'm walking into a place of holiness. That's right. I want to feel like I'm walking into a place where I can worship God and the only thing lifted up is my hands. Okay? Mm. <laughs> All right? And I got a wife and nothing's lifting up because I'm married. But what I'm saying is I don't want to be caught off guard. That's it. I don't want to walk in. No, baby, we got to move. Where are we going? We just got to go. We just got to go. move we to the other go. side. We got to go. <laughs> so we just got to go. That's why I like sitting with, with the mothers, with the mothers. I like to go to the front. You know what I'm saying? The, just fellas. <clears throat> well, never mind, because y'all go to these contemporary churches now. There's no hope for y'all. 
when a pastor's wearing jeans and Jordans. And that's the next <laughs> point that I need to make, Josh, because I, I, I went in on the ladies. And, and if I offended anyone, I'm sorry. But you know what? Let's go after the you know man what? of God, it's brother. It's 2019, Josh. I've Let's got go to after say it them. to the men as well. Yes. Don't be in church with some. It the same rule applies. If you had to, if you had to put on some, you know what I'm saying, some Vaseline, rub your thighs with Vaseline to get those jeans on, you shouldn't Whoa. be wearing them. Nobody wants to see all of that. If you have on the the collared shirt with the tie and it looks like Under Armour has switched over into church attire, yeah. Mm. Take it off. See, to see all that looking like you should be in Chippendale somewhere. No, it, it trickles down from the top, BD. When the top is off, the rest. See, see, see. <clears throat> let me let me put y'all on game because it's time for the Reverend to speak uh -oh. on the matters of God. Uh -oh. It is time for the Reverend to speak on the matters of the Most High. Speak on it. Listen to me, preachers. You have to understand that you, the bulk of your church, are babes, if not the unconverted, right? So what you give clearance to subtly is going to make them go crazy with what you give clearance to. So if you're wearing tight jeans, if you're wearing tight shirts, if you're wearing dress to impress, then everybody up under you is going to follow your lead. And so now all of your greeters got halter tops and, and hugging people and your brothers. The only reason why they're volunteering at your church is to get close to the to the ladies. It's not right. What happens to the standards of God? Mm. I'm not sitting there saying you have to wear a suit and tie. I'm just saying, listen, bro, if it takes you 15 to 20 minutes to put your jeans on and you got holes in your jeans, what man should have holes in their jeans above their knee? Shit. What are you trying to show? If you got holes, bruh, those are not your praying jeans. Only time you should have <laughs> holes on your jeans hey, nope. is when you've been on your knees. Mm. When you've been praying, those are your praying jeans. Mm. You, why, why are we wearing our praying jeans outside of the prayer closet? Oh my God. And some of y'all not even coming out of y'all prayer closet. Y'all coming out of other closets. Hey! <laughs> get right or get left. You hear me? <laughs> Oh, this is a podcast of repentance. That's right. Holiness or hell. Get right or get left. Hey, he's coming for a church without spot, hair, or wrinkle. And some of y'all, he think he's coming for a church with spots in their jeans and wrinkles in their V-necks. No, he's not. Get right, church. Just because you you got you form of godliness, but denying the power. Woo! Would Jesus wear that? You heard what John the Baptist said. Them <clears throat> Pharisees with those soft clothings. Mm. Ladies, do right. Modesty is the best policy. Fellas, preachers. Hey, man, if you got to wear wide legs, wear wide legs. <laughs> hey, let's take it back to the day. The let's take it days. back to the place of holiness, bro. <clears throat> Not holiness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Holes in your jeans. Holy mess. Mm -hmm. Holy mess, holy mess is what y'all wearing. Mm -hmm. Holy mess is what y'all need to leave. Okay. Oh, y'all a holy mess, not a holy, not a holy people, but you're a holy mess. Mm. My, my. I'm done, BD, because Lord, I've got went in on everybody. I'm calling everybody to the carpet today. All right, say some of that thunder. 
We've got another hour or so to go. All right. We're going to go ahead and uh, switch it, uh, switch gears here. And we're going to go ahead and get into our first topic of the day. All right. So kind of staying on the same theme, we're going to talk about um, a topic that I wish that I would have gotten some more uh, wisdom and guidance on before I got married. And I'm happily mm. married. Marriage is going great. But you know, as a Christian, you go through, you go to the premarital counseling at church, you know, you got your parents, they'll tell you some stuff. And everybody kind of tells you, you know, kind of some of the same things that you hear about marriage. You know, yeah. you're a team, you two, you know, the two of you become one, you know, hey. and it's mm. great advice. It's true. It's true. But there's some things in marriage that you just don't find out until you get married that's right it's it's just <clears throat> the facts of life it's it's that's right it's unavoidable okay mm-hmm. but you're in luck because here at the good guys podcast we've got you all right we got you. we're gonna let we you, you know some of the things that you need to look out for we're gonna get you ready for marriage we're gonna tell you what they won't tell you before you that's get right we're going to give you the truth here at the Good Guys Podcast. The truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Strictly facts. All right. Uh, Josh, are you going to start this thing off or am I going to start it off? I mean, I mean, how, sure. how, 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 many how many points do you, do you have? Yeah. <laughs> how 30, many do you have? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Time. Time. How many do you One, have? One, two, three, four, oh five, goodness. six, seven, eight, nine, and ten, brother. <laughs> All right, I've got a solid bruh, 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 bruh. Got a solid got three. A, <laughs> I've got a solid three. Well, I'm a reverend. You know, we can pull 20 points like that. All right, I'm going to let you go ahead and knock out a couple, and then I'll come in with one strong, <laughs> solid point. <clears throat> um, yeah, All we'll, right. We'll go like that. What they don't tell you about marriage. Mm. Number one, that you have to share everything. Oh, I thought, BD, when I was going to get married, that I'd, I'll have a little corner with my name on it that says Papa, Daddy, Joshua. Mm-mm. Nope. They, even, if, even if you look them in the eye and you say, no, this is mine. Right. Now, I don't bought you yours. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I don't mind us. But when we strategically make a plan to ensure that you have yours. Right. And I have mines. Why, when you finish yours, you go to mines? I don't mind buying you another one. But see, man, we do things off of strategic uh, purposes alone. I buy it for a purpose, for a specific time, for a specific moment in my day. Mm -hmm. So when I walk downstairs, walk to that cabinet, and I say, this right here, I'm ready to use it. And I look at it, it's gone. My whole day's messed up because I'm analytical. I'm I'm a logistical person. Step by step, day by day. You know what I'm saying? One step is missing. I'm messed up. Yep. I'm going to let y'all guys know right now, fellas, you got to share everything. Just might as well give your life is no longer your own. You're going to have to share. <laughs> what you may have to do, you may have to get your refrigerator, go find you an engineer that puts a key code pad, and then you put your stuff there. I've started hiding stuff. But even when you hide it, they find it. This is full disclosure, and I'm not proud to say it. When I got married, this was like a like it. This was a shock. It was a big deal. It was a shock for me. 
<clears throat> and for the first probably two weeks of our marriage, I made an attempt to have a separate bathroom. The second bathroom, I was like, hey, this is going to be mine. Okay, you'll have your bathroom. I'll have mine. Never works. It it didn't work. Her stuff was in my bathroom. I'm like, babe, Bruh. you have your own. I, like, that's kind of, that was the whole purpose. Bruh. You're that was times your... where I, there was times I woke up, Brandon, and I'm like, I go to my bathroom and I'm like, where's my toothbrush and toothpaste? Why'd you move it to, why'd you move to the other bathroom? Why, 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 why do you want me with you all the time? I don't mind being with you, but I have systems. Exactly. And these are the things that you don't think about before you get married. I didn't think about it. And then I got married and I realized wait, I have a certain way that I like to get ready in the morning. Like this is, you've got all your stuff here. You're taking up the whole bathroom. This is not going to work. But you have to learn. It's it's not your own anymore. You got to learn how to share. You have you to learn how to share. corner of the bathroom. You're not getting 50-50 split in the bathroom. No. You're getting maybe 25 at best. And you're going to have to learn to work with that 25. It's a part of marriage. Yep. You got to share everything. You want me to do a second one because you only have three? Go ahead. Go ahead. My second point, your life is no longer your own. <laughs> you have been sold for a price. Mm. Not bought, sold. Oh, no. You thought, you thought, you thought, you thought, you thought that you was going to have a life. <laughs> your life becomes, you, you drop the Y. Okay. It's our life. <laughs> your life is no longer your own. And you're going to ask why a bunch of times. Why can I not have my why in front of our? Why can I have my life? Like, can I have my own life? No, there is no longer your life. Your life is not your own. They are going to invade every aspect of your life today. Even my life was, was intruded upon. Mm. BD, I go play basketball. And, okay. and, and you, know, I, you know, as a man, there are certain places that you want to go by yourself. Okay. You just want to ball out and just, you know, there's certain songs you play on the way to the gym. There's certain things you do, certain places you stop to get yourself ready. I come down the stairs and my wife is sitting there with the TV off. Now, that's sign number one. <laughs> sign number one is she knew I was going to go play basketball, but when the TV is off and she's laying there silently, oh that means she's like, are you going to invite me? I'm just like, oh, kissed her on the forehead. I'll see you when I get back. And she was like, um, you sure? And I was like, you know what? You want to go with me? <laughs> I had no choice. I loved it. I appreciate it. But your life is no longer your own. You have to compromise and say, you know what? I have to sacrifice certain parts of my life to make sure she feels welcomed in there. And that's a beautiful thing. But you got to be prepared for that. You got to be able to say, you know what? It is probably better for us to go hoop together mm -hmm. or her go watch me hoop than to leave her at the house and make her feel like she's not a part of my life. But if you don't know that going in, you're going to be hurting her heart within. Mm. All right. Your is, turn, sir. Is it my time? I'm, a, I'm actually going to I'm gonna come with one now. All right, my first uh, point. When you get married, what they don't tell you is you're going to find out just how jacked up of a person you are. You are. When you're single, 
you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's like social media, you know, you only share with, with the world or with, if you're dating somebody, you're only sharing with that person, the parts of you that you want them to see the best parts of you. You're dressed up. You're looking good. You got the fresh cut. Your breath is fresh. That's what it is being single. When, when you get married, that all changes. Okay. You're going to see the worst of that person. You're going to see them at their absolute worst. You're going to smell their breath when it stinks. Okay. You're going to see them first thing in the morning. And more importantly, I, and, I, and I said this to Josh before you got married. When you get married, it's like someone holds up just the biggest mirror. Yes. Okay. And you're going to see all the faults and flaws that you have. Those, the, 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 the selfishness, you know, you might be selfish and it doesn't bother anybody because it's just you. You're at the house. You do what you want to do. When you get married, it's exposed. You find out how selfish you are. You get married, mm. you know, all, all of the weaknesses, all of the flaws that you have, the character flaws, they become evident because you have to live with another person. When you get in a disagreement, you can't just run back home. You have to stay there and you have to figure that thing out. When you get married, you're going to find out everything that is wrong with you from a character standpoint, and it is hard. But the good news is it's for the better, okay? The only way that you get better is by working on those flaws, and marriage forces you to do that. That's right. And that's why marriage is ultimately a good thing. But you are going to find out. Just how jacked up a uh, jacked up of a person you are when you get married. Marriage, you're right, BD, is a mirror. You see, you saw the worst. You'll see the worst in me. Woo. A lot of singing going you, on today. You'll see the worst, and it's okay because if y'all see the worst of each other and there's still love there, then y'all can build to become better. Hey, Amen. I look in that mirror every day. Because I always want to look in that mirror to improve. Marriage is a mirror that I look into that you should choose. Be ready to look into. Because if you're not ready to work, you ain't going to make it work. All right. I guess I got my another two. <laughs> Marriage doesn't complete you. Marriage compliments you. Uh. Many people go into marriage to be completed. Can you complete my lust? Can you complete my identity? Can you complete me? No. A whole shirt complements a whole pants, right? Whole things complement another whole thing. Compliment means works with, makes look better. It doesn't complete it. If you look to be completed, in marriage, but you haven't been first completed by Christ before getting into that marriage, you're going to be putting the God-like expectations on that person, and you're going to break them because you're expecting them to do something that they're incapable of doing on their own. You got to make sure people let you know, you better listen closely, that marriage is not going to be able to complete you. Uh, if I get married to this person, it'll complete. It'll put an end to my loneliness. It'll put an end to my lust. Now I'm married because I don't want to burn with passion. Now I'm married because I have somebody. You, you have somebody, all right. You you thought your lust was fixed, but when you realize that a wife ain't a, mistri a mistress and a sugar daddy ain't a husband, 
And you realize that husband is tired. He can't, he's too tired to give it to you the way you want it. You want a Jack Rabbit style. He's trying to give you slow strokes. You gotta, you, hey, or you looking for a wife who's gonna be, listen, do you know that these ladies on these videos are professionals? <laughs> Your wife can't complete, compete with them. Now you not only are you looking to be completed, now you got your wife competing with the women on the screens. It's not fair. Marriage should be a compliment. Y'all should compliment each other, not try to complete each other. Mm. Woo. Okay. That's My good. second one. Go ahead. Love is not a feeling. Mm. It's a mindset. That's right. That's a good one. People think love is a feeling. You're not going to always like them. And they're not going to always like you. And if you go by feelings, that means you're going by seasons of liking them. But love is a way of thinking that I am committed to you and I have logistical proof. I'm committed no matter what highs and lows we go through. I'm not going to allow my feelings of disappointment, my feelings of frustration, my feelings of need to make me forget who we are together. A lot of people before they get married, they think love's a feeling. No, love is not a feeling. It's a mindset. You got to know why you're in love with that person. A lot of people want love, but they don't know love because love is a person. And when you know love as a person, you'll be able to love as a verb. If When you know love as a noun, you will be able to love as a verb. But if you go by feelings, you're going to be feeling on something else outside of your marriage, destroying your marriage. That's a good one, Josh. I'm going to piggyback off that just a little bit. Piggyback. I think that's a really <clears throat> big one that people need to pay attention to because everybody gets caught up with when, you know, when you talk about marriage. Oh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to have this fairy tale wedding and we're just so into each other and we're just going to be sitting on the couch, cuddled together, throwing popcorn into each other's mouths. And it's like, look, that will happen sometimes. But what's really going to happen? Like, man. Once me and my wife got married, it was wonderful. Beautiful wedding. Went on, beautiful. you know. I was the there. Honey, you were the best man. Went on the honeymoon. Went on a cruise. It was lovely. Fairy tale. Amazing. You know what happened when we got back from the wedding? Oof. We had a stack of bills that we had to go through. <laughs> <laughs> we had to put together a budget and figure yeah. out how we're going to pay these bills and where we're going to go from here. It's hard, man. Life hits you. Like, you're going to have challenges, you're going to have struggles, you're going to have temptations, there's going to be jobs lost sometimes, there's going to be problems with the kids. Like, it's hard. It's not a fairy tale. It's not that initial feeling that you have when you first start dating somebody is called infatuation. And that that wears away. Woo! Woo, BD! There you go. That's, infatuation is blind not love you can get this love. now on my website get this shirt today you can be infatuated with anybody you can see that's right a fine honey dip walk by and you can be infatuated bar and your heart will flutter and you'll feel like you're on cloud nine <clears throat> but that is not love love is not pretty it ain't sweet it's she just woke up in the middle of the night breast thinking crust still on her eyelids and 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 she's stressed out about how you guys are gonna you know pay the light bill next month and you holding her and you telling her it's gonna be okay or she's getting on your nerves you're getting on her nerves and she still loves you and cooks your dinner despite you guys being mad at each other y'all sit there and y'all stare at each other and eventually y'all talk it out that's love like that's it's not, not you know what i mean so 
that's the biggest thing I want to get across because I think that's like the most important thing that people, the misconception that people have. Yeah, like like infatuation is blind. Love can see clearly. Love, that's why true love is able to see everything. Everybody wants that tender love, but nobody wants that tough love, not that thorough love. The bulk of marriage that I realized in my first eight months in my rookie season is how you handle things that are thrown at you. It's all about life. It's about the bulk of life and the bulk of marriage that I've experienced so far is how you handle things that are thrown at you. The, the left field bills, the coming out of nowhere challenges, the, the I didn't see this coming situations. The bulk of life is how you handle what's thrown at you. And if you've got a teammate that knows how to play defense and know how to execute the offense and y'all know how to overcome challenges, you got someone special. But if you get caught up in infatuation, and all of a sudden you realize that you're not well, that you're not whole, that you're not ready. Oh, that marriage is vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Marriage is for mature audiences only. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> so that kind of takes me into my next point. Okay. Your last one. <laughs> um, It actually might be because my third one, I feel like we've already covered, but we'll, we'll see what we got. But just say it so that people can see that you had three. <laughs> <laughs> I prepared. <laughs> <laughs> that you that you actually did your due diligence. Okay? I did my due diligence, okay? All right. Um, number two, you will not be attracted to your spouse the same way you were during the dating phase. BD, break that down for the saints. So it, it kind of piggybacks off what we were just talking about. But <clears throat> one of the biggest things I would say, like legitimately, okay, obviously as men, we're visual creatures. But don't choose your wife solely off looks. She like, here's the thing about marriage. No matter how fine your wife is, I'm just going to keep it a buck. Keep it a buck. When she rolls over in the morning and says, baby, I love you. That breath's going to be hotter than a bag of red hot Funyuns. (laughs) Yeah, that's hot. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You're going to see her crouched over the toilet, cranking one out. You know what I mean? And it's going to smell bad. It's facts. It's the reality of living with a real human being. No matter how much you think she, how fine you think she is, she's human just like everybody else. She's going to take off that makeup. Might be a couple tracks in there she might pull out. You know what I mean? Everybody's human. Okay? So after you get married to her, she's not going to be... Like as attractive and hot and you know sexy as you think she is right now in the dating phase, and that's okay. It's 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 a part. It's that love piece. <clears throat> it goes beyond that infatuation. It goes beyond the looks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, don't marry based off of looks because that stuff's Mm-mm. gonna fade. And you, you got to prepare yourself for the changes. You know, you got to be prepared for the ups and downs. You got to understand that there's there's deeper beauty in marriage when you have the right mindset because you'll be able to love her in all her phases. You'll be able to love him throughout all his phases. Okay? Now, we're not sitting there saying that 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 you're not going to fall still be in love with her or that you're not going to still be in love with him, but if your eye is not trained to see the beauty within, the, when the beauty outside begins to change, you'll begin to wax cold in your heart. 
That's why you got to be able to understand what a wife is, what a husband is, and the responsibilities that may wear them over time. The responsibilities of bearing a child, raising a child. A wife ain't going to always be, your wife is not going to always look when y'all was dating because she put, she had her best foot forward. She didn't have no responsibilities. She didn't have to take care. She had to look after you or the kids or your husband. Like, man, he's probably going through a period of, of, of insecurities. He may be going through a period of struggles and you have to be able to recognize that these phases or these seasons end. But if you're still trapped in a dating phase and you expect that to be an everyday occurrence in your marriage, you're going to be disappointed. And the mother of all disappointments is unrealistic expectations. Mm. When you have unrealistic expectations and that person can't meet their expectation, you're going to have deep disappointments. That's why you got to go into marriage with no expectations beyond the biblical ones. You just got to be able to take your marriage one day at a time. That's what I'm doing. I'm not speaking like an expert. I'm speaking as a person that realized Marriage is a one day, one moment at a time enjoyment. All right. It's on me now? It's on you. Oh, I think I'm on number uh, one, two, three, four. <laughs> number five. Ooh, I got a good one here. Marriage is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm. Train accordingly. If you're training for marriage like a sprinter, you're going to burn out within halfway through your first year. Mm-hmm. Marriage is a marathon. <clears throat> marathon athletes train differently than sprinters. Sprinters, they're all about point A to point B in 40 seconds or so or short time spans. Marathon runners understand that I have to pace myself mile upon mile upon mile. Marriages, years, the years of marriages are the years of marriages are miles. You got to be able to say, okay, I'm on mile one right now. I'm pacing myself in mile one. But for those who are not married, you better train like it's a marathon. If you just sprint into the altar and sprint into the bed and sprint into marriage and sprint into having kids and you wake up and realize, oh, snap, I'm out of shape. I'm out of breath. I'm not conditioned for the journey. The reason why many people are messed up today, BD, they care more about the destination than they do the journey. Mm. When you uh, when you appreciate the process, it makes the prize even more sweeter. But I wish, I bet you, y'all going to accept this information now and go in there and make sure that you are conditioned for marriage. Okay. Next one, because <clears throat> I think BD's tapped out. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> You don't fall in love, you grow in love. Start walking with love. Listen, anything you fall into, you get hurt. Mm -hmm. Most of the people, most of the, most of the, the one place that most people fall into and get hurt is what BD has been talking about is infatuation. Infatuation is what people fall into, but in order for you to be a loving, selfless individual in marriage, you have to grow in love. You got to know the different levels of maturity of love, and you won't be able to grow in love until you know God who is love. He'll teach you how to love the unlovable. Marriage is going to have a lot of points in it that's unlovable. 
You're going to feel selfish. You're going to feel like you, whatever, you're going to feel like a single man again, a single woman again, but you got to be able to love the, uh, the unlovable. Listen, you don't fall into love. You grow in it. Next point, yours beat. I think you got one more. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so my third point is that it's not just you anymore, but I think that's kind of, that, that was your first point. So... Oh my gosh, BD. <laughs> let me just go. Let me go through my list, man. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. And do I, that. I, only, I only have four more. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. All right. Listen to me closely. It's the coach. It's the reverend. Reverend's going to give you a thorough process of understanding what it's going to take going into marriage. Okay. My next point it takes work. It takes work. Marriage, you're going to have to work. You have to work against your pride. You have to work against your lust. You have to, or if you have it in your heart, you we got to work against certain aspects. I mean, you got to work. It takes work. If you don't work it, it's going to break you. Marriage is for mature people. You got to be ready to work. You're going to have to be ready to sacrifice your time, sacrifice your, you wanting to be alone. It's going to take work. Next point. Unless you want to add to it, BD. Let me jump in really quick there. Jump in. That's an important point as well. It's, look, marriage is hard, man. It's hard. You know what I mean? People make it, you know, sound like it's this great romantic thing. And look, look, marriage is beautiful. Marriage is a wonderful thing. It's like one of the best things on planet Earth. It's it's, God created it for a reason. But when you think about anything that is good, that is is worth having it's gonna come through struggle through struggle okay when you look at if you want to uh sculpt your body like anthony joshua did he oh, didn't that's do a bad that. analogy <laughs> <laughs> you better set yourself up to a bad explanation at the end of that one if you want to sculpt your body all right you're gonna have to go to the gym you're gonna work out it's gonna be hard it's gonna be painful but yes. through that process you become stronger you know, anything, anything that you, any area of your life that you want to improve, it's not going to come from sitting around and it being just nice and comfortable. It's going to no. come from discomfort. Greatness comes from being uncomfortable all the That's time. That's right. Right? That's what marriage is. Mm-hmm. Marriage is greatness. It's great. But it comes from being uncomfortable a lot of the time. <laughs> it's not when you're single, you can make any decisions that you want to make, do what you want to do when you want to do it. Like, Every decision that you make, it has to come through your wife. You know, it you comes, have to consult listen. with your wife. <clears throat> you get into arguments, it, you have to be able to set your pride aside, like you said. That's right. It's hard. It's hard. And fellas, it's hard to be right and to let your wife win for the moment. Listen, there's two types of pains you have to understand you have a choice of having. Either you're going to suffer the pain of discipline or you're going to suffer the pains of regret. It is better to suffer the pains of discipline and work than to realize that you have to regret in the future. There's a lot of men and women who divorced and they're broken up or whatever. They have regrets because they could have been more disciplined. They could have had a little bit more work ethic and really uh, long suffered. That's one of the fruits of the spirit, BD. Long suffering. Mm. You got to be able to suffer long for somebody else, for the deliverance or the help of a spouse. That's right. But 
If you sit there on your couch thinking that marriage is supposed to serve you, but you're not supposed to serve it, you're going to realize you're going to have an empty plate. Uh-uh. You better serve. You better get involved and work. Get your get your fingers dirty. Get your knees dirty. Get in there and work. Because I promise you, if you work hard in the beginning, it will be blessed and blissful at the end. or to, It's going to eventually get better because you're working hard now. Right. Anything worth having, you must work hard for it to keep it. We help it, BD. We are helping the people today. I, there's a lot of people slowing it down. They're not even asking for no man now. They ain't even looking for no wife now because they got to look in themselves. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Next point, real simple. You have to be selfless. Mm. You can't think about yourself. You got to be selfless. Selfish. A selfish person is a person who only fish for themselves. A selfless person helps another person fish and they eat the fish together and enjoy it. Mm. If you're selfish, you're not. Selfishness is the torpedo that sinks relationships mm-hmm. every time. If you're a selfish person, you, you're you going to be the one that's going to cause that marriage to crash. You got to be a selfless person. Because I'm telling you, selfishness cannot thrive in the climate of marriage. Mm. Next point, unless you want to chime in. I'm, I'm trying to get through these in a timely manner. Go right ahead, my brother. Next one. Now, this is for the grown and sexy. Listen, tell your kids right now, unless they're old and you want them to hear good counsel from us, tell little Nuke Nuke that he need to go play on, on Fortnite. Tell little Susie Sue she need to go and play with the dolls because we're going to get grown. Listen to me. Okay. Marriage, you have to make love, not lust. Mm. Some of y'all out there making lust in singleness and think that's going to carry. No, no, no. You got to make making love is intentional. <laughs> that's right. Because there's going to be times where you ain't your fellas, you thinking that you're going to be a jackrack. When you get older, you got responsibilities. You ain't going to always want to have sex. This is true. You're not going to always be ripe and ready. You're not going to always be ready to, to, to do what it do. But when you have love in your heart, you're gonna, you you, you got to make love. And making love is not just trying to get your rocks off. Making love is not just trying to feel good and be able to get filled up. No, making love means I'm here to serve and please you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to be pleased. Making love with your wife or your husband is a service. It's not about being served. When y'all both are in the intimacy of serving each other, that's when love making becomes beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if you go in there just to get yours and then you done and you don't care about your wife's needs and you don't care about your husband's needs, you just dare to get yours and get off and go get ready for the next day, that's selfish. That's making lust. You just want to get your your stuff off. No, you got to make love. You got to be able to say, how may I serve you? How may I please you? It's a big difference between making love and making lust. And a lot of people have been more in, in the making the lust category than even understanding what it means to make love with your wife. Because making love with your wife, you got to make love with that bonnet on. <laughs> you, if she's not going to always have stuff on. It's going to make you just be ready to go. Mm-mm. You got to be able to say you are beautiful no matter what you have on. You're beautiful and I'm ready to give you. I'm ready to serve. What? How How may I help you today? You need to stop giving that McDonald's love and start giving that Chick-fil-A love. 
over there giving that McDonald's what you want. <laughs> you better give that. How may I serve you? How may I help you? My pleasure. My it is my pleasure to so. You better give her that Chick Fil A love. Giving her that McDonald's, Burger King, and Hardee's love. If there's one thing you take from the podcast today, it is to give that Chick-fil-A love to your wife. Hey, now don't be closed on Sundays. You better make love. <laughs> <laughs> better make love on Sunday too. Don't be talking about I gave you that Chick-fil-A love all week. I'm closed on Sunday. Now, if she if she wants that Chick-fil-A love on Sunday, he wants that Chick-fil-A love on Sunday, you better, you better how may I please you? Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Last but not least, BD. Okay. Marriage will not work mm. without God. Mm, the most important. The, that's why I made it last. Okay. Because I wanted this to sink in. Marriage involves three people. Don't get nasty. <laughs> marriage and. <laughs> no Tiana marriage, Taylor. No Tiana Taylor's here. Okay. Marriage. Is accompanied by three people, three persons. Mm. People, when you say people, you think just the outside persons, personalities. The greatest asset that I have in my marriage is God. If God's not in it, you ain't going to win it. Mm. God has to be in your marriage in order for that thing to survive. Because when it's two people sharing one thing, there's going to be conflict. And you have to have a mediator. You need someone that's going to be able to stand in between y'all two and say, this is right and this is wrong. You're going to need somebody. And listen to me. You better marry somebody who has a strong, thriving, submitted relationship with Christ. Because if that man or woman is not submitted to God, but you are, you're going to have some real struggles. Because it's best. That's why I'm so glad I'm married to a woman that knows God, because if she gets on my nerves or makes me mad or vice versa, we both can go to the Holy Ghost and maintain our joy. Maintain our peace, knowing that you got to go talk. You got to deal with God for that yourself. (laughs) And then God will go talk to her. God will come talk to me. And then the marriage becomes healed because then we're able to say, you know, I was wrong. Right. But if you don't got God there and you got nothing but pride, lust and ego, good luck. Mm. Good luck. If God's not in it, y'all ain't going to win it. Y'all not going to make it. God is the only one that can source uh-huh. A union that can sustain a union. And if you don't acknowledge him in all your ways in singleness, how are y'all going to acknowledge him in all y'all ways married? Because most of y'all don't want him in your marriage because you want to be messy in yours. Right. Mm, okay. I'm done with my list. I, I'm done. Hey, uh, may the Lord watch. Oh, no, that's a curse. Never mind. Um, let me get out of benediction. Mm, okay. Well, I think we've you done jump on Jump on that, BD? Uh, nope. I, I think, uh... <laughs> church, is, church is over. Deacon is getting the keys. Deacon, Deacon, Deacon Dixon talking about, Pastor, come on now. Hey. We gotta lock these doors. Now we gotta go. Alright. I think we've done a great service to the people here today. I think we've right. helped some single people get ready for marriage and be prepared for some of the things that you might not have thought of when you think about marriage. That's right. Alright. We'll go ahead and keep it moving into the next segment which is going to be the good guys top five. Ooh, let's right. go. We got a, another list. BD, you got five? I've got five. Because okay. you average 2.7 points a show. Well, it's part of the name. It's the top five. So I think it would, it, it's only right that I actually have five for this one. Okay. 
All right. So what we're going to talk about is the top five things mm. that we can no longer do now that we're married. Oh, put a smile on my face. I'm sorry. <laughs> put a smile on my face. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> go ahead, Brandon. I'm going to go ahead and go first. All right. Okay. Number one thing that I cannot do anymore now that I'm married is order what I really want. That's number one on mine, man. <laughs> when oh, we go man. to the restaurant, when we go to five guys and I want that second patty or red robin, I want to make it a monster with the monster patty. <sighs> when you're single, you can just go and you can just order whatever you want. Put the extra patty on there. And if it's not too much to ask, could you top it with a little bacon? All right. And then the extra bacon grease, could you just drizzle it on there too? Just, just, yeah, just do some of that for me. Extra fries. Go ahead and just, endless fries. Yeah. Okay. Just keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> All right. When you're married, you have to order civilized or your wife's going to look at you like, you know, something's wrong with you. Like, you're going to die they, tomorrow. Bro, they, they always got something to say. You know? Let me be great. Let me live. Let me live now. <laughs> like, come on, man. We only get one shot at this life. I'm tired of living, eating to live, man. I don't mind eating to live at least six days a week. But when it's time, when it's time for me. That's all I ask. Like, we eat healthy during the week. Yeah. Chicken breast, rice, broccoli. All yeah. I have is Saturday and Sunday. Can I can I do me for those two days? Can I do me? If I'm gonna do if because, I'm gonna because, have BD, a cheat day. If we're gonna be cheap. honest, if we're gonna be honest, they always do them. They always do them. They the ones be always getting Chick-fil-A, always getting stuff. They be cheating all week, but when I wanna cheat. One time out of the week, you got something to say? Well, every time I smell your breath, I smell Polynesian sauce? <laughs> huh? Bruh, that is All the right. worst thing about going out. Sometimes it's depressing, bro. Mm. Sometimes I just be like, man, that's why. I, yeah, let me put y'all on game. Mm. Fellas, when you're married, cheat on the way home on Fridays. Mm. Go ahead, just get, get off work, mm -hmm. get your meal on the way home. Get That's how you get the balance. You get home, you already got that food, you got that extra chicken sandwich. You already ate it. It's done. You ate it in the car, you came home, and yes, you look like your face is puffed up, your fingers are fat because you got salt, but hey, you cheated. The only, the only time a man should cheat on his wife is with his food. You don't cheat with a woman, cheat with your food. There you go. Friday nights on the way home, mm. treat yourself. Okay. Because when you're with your lady, she ain't going to let you. And she mm. and, and she she always says the worst thing, you're going to die. Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I, one day I will. One day I will. And I hope when I die at 90, I'm not dying over a bowl of kale. <laughs> If I'm going to go out, I want to go out at 90 <laughs> talking about I went like out because I don't know what they cooking in heaven. I don't want I don't want to eat. I don't, see, 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 
I don't want to eat all great down here and then get to heaven. And all we're doing is eating fruit and salads. I'm going to be upset. That's why I'm asking God, like, God, bro, please, man, please tell me there's some wings up there. They have to at least have a Chick-fil-A in heaven. That's like a requirement. They probably want to have a Chick-fil-A, but even that gets old for eternity. No, it doesn't. Nope. Eternity? Nope. Bruh, you got to at least have a burger in heaven. <laughs> some burgers. Lord, I want to be able to just be like, you know what? Because the Bible says when you're, when you're in heaven, we're not married. So you can't tell me nothing in heaven. If you went in line behind me in heaven, I ordered me three patties. I don't want to hear you. <laughs> I don't want you to talk about, come on, Josh, we're not married. We're in heaven now. Eternal life. Eternal, Eternal life. life. So okay. so go go on your merry way because we're not married this way. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, that's that's what that's one. That was my number one on my list, man. You can't I put number one when out. You can't eat what you want to eat. Mm. Man, my number two, since we both shared number one. Okay. You can't stretch out when you sleep. Mm. That's a good you can't one. stretch out because they 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 they, they want to cuddle, Bruh, Like I don't mind cuddling, I don't mind. But when it's like grip cuddling and like cut, like if you want to cuddle, let's cuddle on the weekends. Why don't gotta go to work? Mm. You gotta be careful because it when you're single, you're able to stretch out. You're able to get that good stretch, long sleep because you long yourself in the bed. Right. But then it, it, all, it never fails. When you get in that bed, you think it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> and you're like, all right, now you got three to five minutes. Are you going to catch this shoulder to the chin? Three to five <laughs> minutes. There, there's got to be like rules and regulations. Because that rollover is about to happen. It's, it's going to happen. It's a real thing that you're going to have to deal with. Okay. So if you need some extra warmth. Get you a couple extra blankets. Maybe invest in a warmed blanket, in a heated mm-hmm. blanket. Plug that mm-hmm. thing right on in. Get all the warmth and coziness that you need. Because I'm rolling over I'm after rolling three over. to five minutes. Three to five minutes. And I may not count down. So you, <laughs> when, when, when is that time where I'm like, you know what? That sleep is hitting me. Mm. There's a window of sleep for men. There's a window. Right. And sometimes they like to break that window. And then now it's 12 o'clock and I'm up. Right. There's a window. Let me roll over because if you occupy that that space of time where a man gets hit with sleep, uh-huh. sleep is like a it's like a taxi or Uber. It's like a it's like it's like if you don't come down here, I gotta go. That's true, man. If you you better you better capitalize. There's there, there's a small window, ladies, that men capitalize on sleep. And if you get all up in that, uh-huh. now your man, it, it, what could have been eight hours now turns to five. Right. I think it's something like, like I think it happens when you get older. I think you need less sleep. So it's like a little bit more challenge because I feel like when I was in my 20s, it didn't matter. I could sleep whenever and I just sleep later. Now, sleep when you get older, bro. Sleep. Sleep is like come and go like New York taxis, bro. Right. Like if if, if that thing hits you, you got to hop on that train. You better hop on that train immediately or it's a wrap. Your eyes like this. Yep. Can't go back to sleep for nothing. So, ladies, we it don't don't, and it almost feels like the moment you roll over, they got these deep feelings of rejection. No, we're not rejecting you. We just want to go to sleep. We just want to go to sleep. Like, do you know how much work a man has to do throughout the day? We are we have to go into the devil's world 
There's no modesty in the devil's world. Do you know how many times do you see why my neck is thick and my shoulders are like they are? I got to fight the good fight of faithfulness. <laughs> I have to make sure I don't slap somebody and lose my job or get shot by a cop. So when I get home from a long day's work, just let me be. Just let me be. Because if you let me sleep, we all going to be all right. Anyway, the more sleep I get, the better I keep. The better I keep things up because I'm rested. Mm. Next on your list, BD. Go ahead, BD. Really quick, I just wanted to throw in there, okay? Women, we there's women out there that go through a lot throughout the day as well. Okay, so women, some, oh, some yeah. of the women are out here working, taking care of the house too, holding it down with the kids. So... Just wanted to throw oh, that yeah, out no, there, too. No, no, no. Yes, coach, coach, coach is not biased. No, y'all ladies work, too, but we let y'all sleep. <laughs> right. So it's, so it's not a problem. tell me, <laughs> hey, babe, I'm trying to get some sleep tonight, and you roll over? Bet. Bet. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even going to touch you. I'm not going to bother you. I'm going to let you get your rest. And it's crazy when we want to talk and they're sleepy, they got attitudes. <laughs> right. When it's, time, when it's time to invade their sleep, Boy, you getting all of this right attitude. Uh-huh. But when it, but when we want to go to sleep, and they love to tell their their longest stories. <laughs> when it's time to eat, when it's time to sleep, <laughs> that's when you go to get the longest stories of your life. Here's something that I want to bring up because I I go through this with my wife. All right, <laughs> we're venting today. We're venting. Just a little venting. Little vent session here. (laughs) Don't come to me with the most important pressing problems and issues when I'm trying to wind down and go to sleep. It's not the time. There's a window, right? When I first get home from work, don't hit me with the most important stuff. Don't do it. Let me unwind for a second. Okay? Mm -hmm. When I'm about to go to sleep, don't hit me with the important stuff. Okay? So when I get home, give me about an hour or so to unwind, get some That's food, it. watch mm-hmm. the first couple of sports topics of the day. After, if you let me do that, you can come to me with whatever you need to come I with. think I think they're nervous. I think they think that we're just going to get lost. I'm like, no, no, try it and see what happens. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and the thing is, it's happened. She's tried it a couple of times and it worked. I sat, I got home, I relaxed, you know, I, I got some food in me, watched the first mm-hmm. couple of topics on Skip and Shannon, Undisputed. Yeah. And then Same I here. turned to her and I said, what's going on, babe? And I'm ready. How was I'm your ready. Day? I'm ready for all that drama that you're going to give me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, man. I mean, they be telling us what happened at aisle seven at the local grocery <laughs> Mm-hmm. What she had on, what she did to her, how she looked at her. Every single detail it has nothing to do with the outcome of the story, and, but I'm, I'm here for I, it. And I'm sitting there like this. Yep. I'm because, here for you. Because listen, do you know how many tabs are on a man's mind that has yet <laughs> to be closed? We didn't have time at all to close those tabs. So when we get home, we're trying to close those tabs so that we can open up a new tab for you. <laughs> so, so I'm ready to go to my search engine in my brain. Okay, solve this problem. Right. How to make sure you're happy and feel loved and secure. Right. 
But when a computer has a lot of tabs going, a lot of tabs up, a lot of programs going at one time, we get shot up here. We get stalled up here. We can't process. <laughs> Intel processors, man. <laughs> like when there's too much going on, it's hard to process. And then our face, when we're tired, our face is going to be what it is. <laughs> it's, well, our face is going to look tired. They're going to get mad. Like, why are you looking like that? Because I, I, I'm overloading. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm crashing. <laughs> ah. So ladies, so ladies, just, just trust that your man, if you got a good man, give him an hour when he gets home and let him wind down how he wants to wind down. Because a good man is going to give you all the time you need, but make sure you don't take all the time that he has to do what he needs to make sure you get your needs met. Right. We need that as men. Because you might be at work too. You might be at work and you come home, but y'all are wired differently. than Y'all wired differently. Y'all come home. We can't. You just go, you go from work and then a relieving stress for you is telling all the stress, you know, to us, letting us know everything that you don't want. Thinking it through. Right. Y'all can talk your problems out. We got to think our problems out. Mm. See what I'm saying? So it's cool. But if we both know each other. Right. Then let me think. Let me get my thoughts out. Mm-hmm. And then I have enough room up here to hear everything. So it won't go through this here out the other. I got room for the thing to stuck, st- stick here. Right. Because y'all, boy, and I don't mind listening. When I'm able to receive it and serve you the best way I can. Mm. Your turn, BD. Okay. Um, <clears throat> number two. Things that I can no longer do now that I'm married. Buy stuff for myself. That's on my list, BD. I think we have the same list. <laughs> it's just facts. It's facts. It's just facts. When you're single, if you want something... You look at the bank account, got enough money, you buy it. That's it. Sure. Those are that's, the, it. that's it. That's the decision-making process. Oh, man. Okay? When you're married, and even more so when you have kids, you have to filter that decision through several different avenues. Let me think about, all right, babe, I want to get this, um, you know, new video game. It's 50 <coughs> bucks. Can I get it? She's going to go through the entire budget with me and find out how much money that we have to spare, discretionary income, whether or not I can buy the video game. I have to think about the kids. <laughs> All right, I'm taking $50 away from my kids. They actually haven't had shoes <laughs> in the past six months. You uh, never get what you need. You never. Like, I've, I haven't shopped for myself, <laughs> solely for myself, in a long time. You can't. Because anytime you, you actually want to buy something, it's <clears> like, ah. It's taken away from something else. You know, like it it definitely would be more responsible for me to go ahead and pay the light bill this month. Um, (laughs) I don't don't mind sitting when you're single, you can sit in the dark as many times as you want. Hey, real talk. When you're single, (laughs) you can, you know, you can sacrifice some bills. I'll be I don't need, uh, it's just me. I can sit in this dark and no matter. (laughs) But when you man let those lights not cut on, she come home and those lights don't work. Oh, that's a problem. There's gonna be something closed, and you ain't gonna be able to enter in. Mm-mm. So, so I've learned. Hey, don't God thinks about me? I think about them. <laughs> God thinks about me. God, you got me because that's why I tell men: if you're not ready for that responsibility, if you don't have the ability to respond to these responsibilities, then don't get married. 
If you're not well ready to sacrifice like Christ did for the church, you're not. You have to sacrifice. If you still if you're a little boy trying to get married to a grown woman, you're going to find yourself exposed. As a man, you can't think, bro, we can't think about ourselves because there is no time or budget to do so. <laughs> because you got that guilt. Oh, man, I probably should do this. Right. And then even when you do buy some, it's like, I don't even want it no more because if I come home and she sees that I treated myself and then bring her one. Man, you, you I might, be trying yeah. to hide stuff. <laughs> buy something from us. We can't tell all the secrets. I'm not saying what I do. You tell your yeah, business. I'm just gonna. Yeah, let me just. Stop, no, 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 no. Because they, they, I've got they, my they, systems. That's no, all I'll say. No, that's it, fellas. <laughs> have your systems. Cover your tracks. There you go. We'll leave it at that. I'm just joking, babe. I don't. I, I have my tracks are available. You can. Look. <laughs> you done told on yourself now. Now nah, I'm good. I'm just doing this for comedic purposes only. That's a little mm, discretion. Yep. We're gonna have a dis- yeah, we're gonna have a discretionary line that says comedic purposes only. <laughs> it's not real life. This is just for comedy sake. Strictly satire. Strictly satire. All right, go you got to put the you got to put a banner out there that says <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. Every time we say something that may get us in trouble, the thoughts and views expressed by <laughs> Josh and Brandon during the Good Guys podcast are strictly for satire only and do not necessarily reflect. <laughs> Please do that, because we're we going to need that for a future podcast. Oh, man. My number three. Man, you said mine's. Um, one thing I can't do no more, <clears throat> leave after 8 p.m. Mm, that's facts. Man, they're going to look at you crazy trying to walk out the house at 8. That's not Where are you going? I'm like, I, listen, for me, when I was single, I love to take drives. Mm-hmm. I love to go to Walmart at nine or ten o'clock. I love to go places just to kind of process my thoughts. I want to go out, be active, walk around, look at stuff. I'm not buying nothing. I just want to go out. But I realize for a woman's security and stability, she's not going to be able to rest if I'm out there after eight. Yeah, that's a wrap. So <laughs> that's so when you get married, <clears throat> she's coming with you. Yeah. Well, you could go. <laughs> She's Bruh, it'd be so funny sometimes. I'd be re- it, it, it won't even be eight o'clock. It'd be like seven fifteen, and I'd be wanting to go for a drive. I'm like, how did you get changed that quick? <laughs> I mean, bro, they 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 don't ask to go with you. They just go. They. I'm like, how did you? What it, what impression did I give to let you know that I would say that well, you can go? <laughs> I'm like, bro, they can sense when you about to go somewhere. You can put on your shoes as softly as you can. <laughs> you can you can just tiptoe and out of nowhere, about the time you open that door, she right there with her purse, her, <laughs> her scarf, ready. Where, where, where are we going? Man. But it's great, though. I don't mind the company, but there has to be balance. But one thing that you can't do as a married man or a woman anymore, well, you know, you're both be out past eight Mm-mm. alone because they're coming with you. All right. Uh, number three for me. Laugh. <laughs> Unless it's because of my wife or oh, Jesus man. Christ. <laughs> you can't. You right, Brendan. You right. If I'm over there on my phone and I'm looking oh, at my phone and I laugh at something. Oh, there. Oh, what you over there laughing at? <laughs> right. Now, what you I over there? See. He he and then Kiki and about what's so funny? 
<clears throat> share it with me, babe. Share it. Go send that to me. <laughs> the worst thing is when I'm actually when I'm on my phone and she's talking to me and I'm not paying attention whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened a couple of times. It is so bad. Like I'm in my phone and she's talking to me. I'm not paying attention whatsoever. Um, and I'm laughing and I start laughing at something on the phone and she thinks I'm laughing at her. <laughs> oh <laughs> she's like, man! She'd be laughing. She's like, uh huh. You, you you laughing at me, babe? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, babe. I, I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I was not listening to you at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at something on my phone. But yes, what 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 was it that you were saying, babe? <laughs> I know, cause man, man, you wanna find yourself in and out of traffic with their conversations. <laughs> one minute you're in it and you in tune and it'd be like man this thing is 15 minutes long this still this this story is still going i man, mean i've trained st- myself to listen for keywords so there we you know go what I mean? bd you tell it shh bd i'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. bro you let no i can't bro look it's a gift Okay. Hey, you gotta you listen for keywords and your brain works for you. While you're zoned, <laughs> while you go down, your brain is like like Google's uh software out there that be you know when you're on your email and it finish your sentences for you. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever creepy thing they're doing, <laughs> that's how our brain works to tell us we have trained. I've got an algorithm in my brain that tells me <laughs> specific keywords that I need to that I need to pull from her conversation yep. to piece together. Piece together. <laughs> Because all the Look, details, it filters out all the unnecessary details. All, all unnecessary details be out, and I be like, me with well, keywords like me, like my name. <laughs> what are the keywords? <laughs> my name, <laughs> my, my name, name dinner. <laughs> oh shoot! Uh, you did <laughs> you? When they start saying you, we gotta right. keep that. Okay, you and whatever yeah, they start saying you. Yep. <laughs> you better listen. <laughs> But keywords, bro, I'd be like, okay, she said my name. Okay, I listen to the rest of the words. Okay, I'm not in trouble. Okay, but I'm back <laughs> That's how we listen to us being like, am I in trouble? Am I in okay? trouble? <laughs> okay, I'm not in trouble. I'm back out of the conversation. <laughs> I'm back out. Because when you in trouble, you be like, golly, what did I do now? <laughs> I did. Now you got to put the phone down. All right, what's going oh, on? <laughs> and now you got to address her because I swear they be acting like divorce is about to happen. Like, like they, it's like every little thing that blows up, you like, man. Nah, I'm just joking. But I'm mm. just saying, <clears throat> keywords, man. I listen for keywords and I kind of put them together because, you know, you just got to do what we got to do to survive. But ladies, we do listen to our wives. I don't want you guys commenting down there talking about y'all. No. Wait till you get married. <laughs> Wait till you get married. We do the best we can. We do the best we can. It takes a lot to be the head of a household. It takes a lot to to, to sacrifice. It takes a lot. And we just do what we can to make sure everything is okay for the next day. <laughs> <clears throat> if we could just make it to the next day and we okay, whoo. We did all right. It's another successful day of marriage. Six another. <laughs> Every day I drive to work, I'm like, yep, that was a good successful day of marriage. There you go. That's why I try to nip things in the bud before the next day. The Bible says, uh, don't um, uh, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Mm-hmm. I try to fix things before the sun goes down or the sun comes up. Mm. Because I can't, I don't like when stuff get carried over to the next day. Nope. Nope, marriage is about nipping things in the bud before the next day. Yep. 
All right. Well, this number four for me. Yes. Uh, my number four is you can't go to sleep when you want to. Oh, man. Man, when I was single, I when it when I was tired, I slept. Man. When that nap hit me, I slept. Man. I put that phone on silent and didn't care what happened. I'm asleep. Now? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. 95% of the time, you're not going to go to sleep when you want to. Like we said before, and I don't mind listening, but boy, when it's about bedtime, that's when all the stories. And I and I like our times at night because we have great conversation. But let's, I'd be like, can we save those to Friday nights? Saturday nights, Saturday like mm-hmm. that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm trying to get through the grind, babe. I got to get through the grind. I'm just trying to get to the end of the week to make sure that check comes through. <laughs> that check comes through. I'm trying to make sure these bills get paid. Right. But, hey, when you get married, man, you ain't going to be able to sleep when you want to because you're going to have to meet her need no matter what. No matter what, as a man, you have to meet her need no matter when she needs it. So you're not going to go to sleep when you want to. You might as well get that pillow, puff it out, stick it up <laughs> behind your back, lean up against the wall, and listen. Mm. Because you are here to serve. So get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. You're not going to be able to sleep when you want to. When she needs you, you got to get up. Uh, and when he needs you, you got to listen to her, him too, young ladies. My next point kind of ties into that one. Um, mine was to take a decent nap. <laughs> mm. I can I was, imagine for you. Oh, I mean, I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's a little multiplied for me because I have four kids. Which means that the possibilities of me taking a damp a nap at the, the 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 realistic chances are just about zero point eight is the chances that I have. Man, I bet you, I bet you, they be coming off the top rope with you doing uh, double kicks, <laughs> swirling around. Like, and- not only you know what I mean. Do I have the wife who you know probably wants to do something on a Saturday afternoon? Probably wants to get out of the house. Uh, spend time together, do something romantic, which is cool. It's awesome. Yeah, I like great. to take a nap every now and again. But even if I, <laughs> even if she's, you know, decided to leave me alone, <laughs> and I'm laid out on the couch, <clears throat> there's the always road. that. <laughs> there is always that fear that somebody's gonna come, jump off the top of the <laughs> of the couch, and give me. <laughs> like i don't understand kids man like they just they will just steal off on you my youngest three-year-old will just come up to me i'm asleep this literally just happened oh that's gotta be messed up up. i am literally taking a nap Hmm. just comes up to me like (laughs) my three he's solid like he's the future linebacker when Ooh. he hits, you feel it, especially when you're asleep, because you're not oh, yeah. braced for it or anything. It oh, that's all. That's relaxed. That's relaxed flesh right there. I'm flesh like, relaxed. Yo, what, what, what? Why? Why did you hit me? What did I do to you, as a father? Did I not have put a roof over your head? Did you not eat Little Caesars for dinner? Wow. Why did you just hit me square in the jaw? In the jaw? Square in the jaw. What did he say? 
he's not really talking. He's only three. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just I, I, that's what's going to be hard about me having kids. I'm like, why did you do this? Like, I, like logically, <laughs> why? He just screamed and ran away. <laughs> I'm having girls, bro. I'm joking. joking. No, because either way you get it, with a boy, you're going to get punched. With a girl, you're going to have to listen. Mm. So either way, I want want a boy and a girl. But yeah, either way, working at elementary school, I realized, whoo, self-esteem and all that stuff is big in these kids, bro. They be looking for love. And I'm like, bro, I love you. Look, you don't, aren't you covered, clothed, cared for, considered? It would it would seem to me that as a child, given all those things, <laughs> when you see your dad taking a nap, you know, like I don't understand why their mind doesn't rationally, you know, just break down and understand. Hey, I'm leaving alone. Dad's been I'm working hard. The time. I'm leaving, you know, he works hard to provide for me. I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm gonna let him rest. Maybe they don't have that level of maturity at the age of three. Nah, I, mean, I don't even nice. think. Yeah, I think I think I think we should walk around with cameras all day and let them see what we have to go through. (laughs) And as soon as we come home, slide that cassette tape into the VCR because you got to use a VCR so they can really see how thorough you are and let them watch. Wow, dad, you go through that and still. (laughs) 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 So so you might you just got to go through it. I just realized, like, you could tell your wife over and over again. You could tell probably kids over and over again. And then still the same, still same narrative. That's what you're supposed to do. Oh, man. One thing thing about us, man, everything we do is what we're supposed to do. So how do we get how do we get rewarded? Because <laughs> everything we do as a man, no matter what, be faithful with our bills, but be faithful with our loins, be faithful with everything. That's what you're supposed to That's do. That's what you're what? supposed to do. What? I mean, yes, but there's look at how many man, men out here I, aren't doing it. Yeah, yes. They're I not doing it. They're can I get something it? for doing can, what I'm supposed yeah. to do? Can I get something for that? <laughs> can I get oh, a cookie man. or something? Can I get <laughs> Can I just get a double patty, please? <laughs> just a double patty. With, with five strips of bacon, please? For Man. all the hard work that I go through. <laughs> Jeez. Did the words that expressed by the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> My last one, BD, because I think we got a taste test coming up. Mm, we do. Uh, I think we all said, uh, you said all mines. I said all mines, too. I think the last one I have is... um. You cannot share. You have to share. There's no, I'm not sharing. When you're single, you don't got to share. You don't got to care. You don't got to share. But now, you got to share. I've learned, see, back in the day, I used to eat my food strategically. I used to eat my food where I'll leave the biggest tender or the best piece last. I realized from dating into marriage, you better eat what you want to eat first. You better take because it. they're going. You better take you. You can't you can't take the chance and expect that tender to be left there. Mm-mm. You can't take the chance to expect that that corner of your chili cheese fries is going to be there when you're ready for it. You gotta just you just gotta you you gotta reverse it. 
You just got to eat what you better eat what you need. You better eat what you like first because you don't know who's going to grab it, who's going to take it. And about time you realize what happened, they already swallowed it. It's a wrap. About time you realize, whoa, my tender's gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's gone. One thing you're going to realize when you get married, the way your wife eats right now while you're still dating, it's not the way she's going to eat when she gets married. Oh, that's out the window. That's just a facade. That's a facade. She's being cute. She's there for the ambiance. Now, when you're married, she's there with an appetite. She's going <laughs> to. She's got an appetite now. Like, where did this come from? I used to be eating off your plate. I used to eat because one thing about me, because when it's cute, when you're dating, it's cute, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they don't eat everything. I'm like, bet. I pay for that. I'm eating all that. I'm getting all of that. I'm getting all that. Now I'm like, oh, there's nothing left? <laughs> like, we you ate all that tenders. and now you're on I my used plate? To eat seven of them. You used to eat three. Bet. Now we get the 10-piece tenders, and I mean, if I reach for that sixth tender, it's like my arm's about to come off. You <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> what in the world? I thought I didn't think you was. Nah. You nah, get five, I get five. You, Even whoa. if she doesn't eat it all, I'm still not getting those tenders. I'm taking the, can I get a box? Can I get a box, please? Thank you. I'm like, get a box? When did we start getting boxes to go? I ate we- that. What are, what are we do that? I ate I ate that live and in person. Man. And I gotta sit there and watch yours in the fridge and you still probably not gonna <laughs> eat it. So you mean to tell me now it's old and cold? I could have ate that fresh and hot. Right. And that's you what be bro- killing me. Cause she don't even mess with like leftovers like that. Two days later, oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna eat that. I could have had it at the peak of freshness. The peak of freshness. Get ready. You're going to be right. like this. You're going to have all that good grip. Right. All right. My last one is I can't watch pretty much any sporting event anymore now that I'm married. When I was single, I used to catch all the games. All right. Got to see the Tar Heels play. Got to see LeBron James, all of his games. I don't get to watch any sports anymore. I don't. Mm. You know why? Because women want to talk to you when you are trying to watch something. They don't feel as if what you're watching is important. <laughs> it's people going like this. Oh, that's not important. That's not important. <clears throat> There's no storyline. There's no storyline. There's no plot. There's exactly. no love. There's no uh, a love interest. There's no uh, fights, glass thrown around. Just because those things aren't present doesn't mean I'm not invested in the game that I'm watching right now. I'm very invested in who wins this game. Let's say something during their show. But don't say something during Housewives of Beverly Hills. Don't say something during that. You can't tell you. I mean, they don't want to talk about nothing. They'll tell you to go away and kick rocks. But I I can't do that. Hey, that's great. Don't tell me to kick rocks. I'm gone. Oh, yeah. That's great. But when I'm trying to watch the game, you want to talk about everything. Mm-hmm. 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 I can't watch sports anymore. Hey, man. Hey, but this is we're we not complaining because this is the life we chose. It is. It's we're it. just letting you guys know the realities of marriage. That there are some things that you cannot carry over. There are certain things that you're going to be shocked about. That's going to hit you right here in the chin and the back of the ear like that dude, the fat guy did to Anthony Joshua. Mm, it's going to hit you. You're going to be wobbly. And you had three belts. These are my three belts in singleness. 
<laughs> and you get in marriage, you get that. And now you lost all your belts. <laughs> you lost all your privileges. <laughs> you lost your belt of uh, being alone. You lost your belt of stretching out. You lost your. <laughs> so we're not saying marriage is great. You just got to be ready for all of this. That's all we're saying. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the final topic of today's podcast. And this is the moment that I've been waiting for. We are going to taste test a delicacy unlike any other. The first time I ever had this delicacy was at the State Fair in North Carolina. And at the time, I said, this is the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. It is a deep-fried Oreo. It is perhaps my greatest weakness. And right now, it is being sold by the purveyor of fried chicken known... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I don't know what that word means, but it better not be in disrespect towards Bojangles. No. It just says that they they serve fried chicken, basically. Okay. Just making sure, it's, well, I'll do respect. We just make sure we show all respect to Bojangles. Absolutely. Okay, this is in no way uh, any slight towards Bojangles. This is in no way that I don't care how these Oreos taste. It will still not elevate Popeyes over Bo- uh, Bojangles, in my opinion. Nope. And anyone not, who not thinks o- otherwise not o- is not to be trusted, quite frankly. This, no matter how well this tastes today, no. it will not be better than that cinnamon uh, uh, biscuit. Mm. Or maybe. I don't know. Maybe it might be. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. But, as I stated previously, Popeyes is now selling deep-fried Oreos. And so we here at the Good Guys Podcast think it's only right that we test these good guys, uh, these uh, deep-fried Oreos, uh, and let you know if they're worth you shelling out your hard-earned money, or should you just wait until the state fair comes back around to get some deep-fried Oreos there. We're going to try these Oreos out. We're going to let you know. Josh, do you have your Oreos ready? Yes, I bought the four piece, and just like we said earlier, guess mm-hmm. how many's left in here? Two. So you know who <laughs> you know who was in this already. Same thing. I Same thing. Four. I went down there. This is what I've got left. I just got two left. And thank God I got two. She was courteous. That was nice of her. <laughs> I went in there, I was like, maybe there'll be three. No. Nope. Two. Two. This is that's why I knew not to buy the two-piece, because I knew right. if I bought the two-piece, I would not be able to have the opportunity to have a second taste. I'm not getting two. <laughs> I'm only getting I one. got four strategically, because I was like, there's a, there's about a 90%, there's about 70% chance that I may have three left, mm-hmm. but I know I'm going to have two left, because she's not that mean, or that uh, inconsiderate. <clears throat> All right. All right. Ooh. I got Josh. my towel. I got my towel, just in case it's too good. Let's go ahead and examine them first for texture and consistency. So yeah, for me, go ahead, um, So just looking at them, I don't think they have as much coating as what I'm typically accustomed to um, with the State Fear Oreos. So they've got kind of like a thin layer. It's okay. It's a, a decent yeah. amount. I've never had. I never had a deep fried Oreo ever in my life. Are you serious? Oh, uh, this I'm serious. Bro, 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 what poor kid goes to the state fair? The only fair I ever went to was the Renaissance one. When That was a field trip. 
Didn't you go to the state fair with us in Tulsa? Were you there? I didn't go in. Then. Oh. I don't think. And if I did, I, 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 if I, I don't think I did because I don't have no experience popping up in my brain saying yes. Yeah, that might not have been you. Okay. Oh, y'all didn't invite me, bro. Now, now you let me know y'all went to the state fair. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. So you went to the state fair with who? How many people did you go to the state fair with and didn't invite your boy? You already been in yours? I was married, so. You already bit yours? No. Oh, yeah, the textures looks cool. You know, I, I don't know what to compare it to. Um, it's like a light coating of fried um, ness. I bet you this may be, is this doable at home? It is. So you mean to tell me, it, let's taste it first, and I can think about and dream about how it would be at home later. So the texture's cool. It's a double stuff Oreo, too. Good people, smart people. Smart. Okay. They didn't they overspin. Didn't right. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Mm. Oh, my. Mm. My goodness. Mm. That was good. It's like a funnel cake. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was good. Mmm. Mmm. You get the crunchiness um, of the um, mm-hmm. of the fried dough. It's you a get that. later, but you definitely get that. And then in the middle, you get the Oreo is nice and gooey. And, and I think the cream, melting. I think the cream is like melted too, because I don't see no cream. Mm-hmm. The cream is really melted oh, in there. Oh! Mm. I found the cream. Mmm. Mmm. It's good. BD! One thing I was worried about was if it was going to give off a fried chicken kind of taste, which means that they used the fried chicken grease. They didn't. They didn't. I wonder if this was pre-packaged like this and they just dipped it. They said they made it on demand. I'm on the second one. <laughs> I hope I hope this is a limited time only. I really do. Well, this is not limited time only, and you mean to tell me I can get 40s or 2.99? That's what I'm going to start grabbing before I get home. Now, being that I have had mm. deep fried Oreos at an actual state fair. I'm going to say I don't think it's better than those because the ones at the fair have a thicker layer of like more crunch. No, like this thin layer at the state fair, like it's thick. <clears throat> like it's like a funnel cake, but with the Oreo inside. You can't even see the Oreo until you bite into it. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like big, chunky looking. Right. But it is still very good. And it is still completely uncalled for for me to have this at my um, at my disposal. Like I, I, it shouldn't be this easy for me to eat <clears throat> fried Oreo. You know what they should have had? Listen to me, Popeyes. <laughs> I was wondering why y'all gave us this little latch thing right here. I thought mm. I was going to get a thing of icing. Mm. 
You know what would be good? Kind of like those cinnamonies from Burger King. When you was a kid, you had your little cinnamonies and you dipped in the icing. Mm-hmm. Imagine they had a little icing to dip your, ooh, melted icing to dip your Oreo in. Mm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Speaking of which, I think cinnamonies are back, aren't they? Bruh, I don't, I don't keep up. I don't keep up with the, um, with the fast food um, news. You should. The cinnamonies, bro. That was the go-to. You see, oh man, oh I used to love. Get, oh, I knew it was a good day when my mom would give me cinnamonies and a sausage, egg, and cheese croissant before school. Man, right when we busted that right. When we got off the exit going to school. You knew you knew your mom loved you. You knew your mom loved you. Ford uh, Burger King. Yep. You knew mom loved you. You knew mom thought about you and heard that. You prayed all that night like, Mom, Lord, touch my mom's heart and let her go to Burger King and give me the two for four dollar sausage, egg and cheese croissant. And and if you and if you if she has in her heart, have her give me a cinnamon on the side. Mm. Bro, Popeye's. You get a thumbs up from the Reverend. On a scale of one to ten, I give you guys the coding. I don't have nothing to compare it to, so my number is just first the first you know time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, when it comes to compare it to all other desserts from other fast food restaurants, okay. You guys get um, a eight point no a nine. Okay. You can't get a ten. You can't get a ten because that's just you just can't get a ten. Ten means like you got to be ten after ten. After every time I go to you, it has to be perfect. Okay. But I may give you guys an eight point five mm. because. I didn't really taste heavy Oreo. I tasted a whole new experience. It wasn't like, oh, heavy Oreo or heavy fried. It was like a whole new, if this wasn't, if if y'all didn't even put Oreos on, I would just thought this was something new, something different. Okay. Do you think that there, can you think of a dessert at a fast food establishment that is better than the deep fried Oreo Uh, that we just had? Um... A good, a good cinnamon uh, icing biscuit from Bojangles. A good one. Okay. When it's done right. Or a bowl bear. When it's done right. Because it's bigger, it's heartier, it's mm-hmm. baptized in the icing. That's why, listen, all these Bojangles popping up in rich areas, I don't go there. I don't trust them. <laughs> Wasn't you with me on that day before I got married, went to that Bojangles, and, they, they, and it was in the nice area, and they treated us so professional so clean, but the but the food and the service was horrible. No, we went to that Bojangles. Oh, hold on, I'm thinking about something else. Go ahead, go. You know, okay. Yeah, when we went to that Bojangles, it just it took forever. We it took forever, and then for when like we got there, minutes. when we got there, he didn't want to give us nothing extra. I'm like, bro, yeah. I'm waiting here. Like when you go to the hood, I love the Bojangles by my job, bro. Uh, Bojangles in the hood, it is nothing better. Nothing better. And they just, they just, they just be like, I'm sorry for the wait. I put an extra thigh in there for you. Like, bro, I'm like, that's good customer service. Good customer service is not an apology. Right. Good customer service is, I know you because I go there. And thank God that one of the ladies that worked there, her son go, used to go to my school. And so she, she, anytime I inconvenience, 
I'm like, man, you gave me a picnic size fry. <laughs> you get like, you know me. Mm. When I order, when I order just one, just one cinnamon biscuit, and I get it, and I feel because you know, you know when you blessed by the difference of the weight. Mm. So when I grab that box and I'm like, you gave me two for the price of what? My goodness. You care. Greater love. There's no, no greater love this. than this. Than two. <laughs> Cinnamon blueberry biscuits. Mm. That's the mm. only fast food dessert. When done right. I got to try the second time to see if they're consistent. Okay. Done right cannot beat the desserts from Bojangles. Cannot. When it's, mm. when it's fresh. But when you go to Bojangles, you got to ask for a fresh one. Ask for a fresh one, and you, nine times out of ten, it's going to be great. Okay. Can you think of one better than this Oreo? I'd give it to the Bojangles Bowberry Biscuits and the Cinnamon Biscuits. Um mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm probably going to say no. I can't think of one. I mean, I don't really eat that fast food like that. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm really trying to think. I mean, oh, <clears throat> oh, can it beat the Oreo with the extra Oreo milkshake from Cookout? Mm. I guess that's considered a dessert, huh? It, it is to me. Yeah. When they told me I could upgrade for a dollar for that, who wants a soda or water? <laughs> I, th- I think it's a dollar upgrade, I think. Yeah, I'd have to give cookout milkshakes the nod. But I mean, the cookout is regional. So if we're talking about, well, pop. Oh, you trying so to do I mean, what, what? I mean, out of, I know you said the cinnamon biscuits and the bullberry biscuits beat it. And we're, you know, on the fence about the Oreo milkshake from cookout. You think they come a solid third? Yeah. Or tied for second? Uh, I don't, I'm, yeah, it would probably have to be third because if you offer me a cookout milkshake, I'm going to mm. take that probably over those. And for those who just got to being a fan of the Good Guys podcast, we talked about how to hook yourself up at cookout. Mm. It's free to ask for extra Oreo. Do yourself a favor and make sure your milkshake is chunky, full of Oreo pieces by asking. You receive not because you ask not, mm. but you ask for extra Oreo in your milkshake. Was that Josh's weekly nugget of truth? That's one of them. <laughs> my, weekly, my weekly nugget of truth is a very profound one. If, we, if we're done, we're done here. I can go ahead and give it. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Listen, life... It's about responsibility. If you break the word responsibility down, it's two words, ability and respond. If you don't have the ability to respond to the needs of whatever it is that you want to have, if you don't have the ability to respond to a wife or a husband mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually, then you're not ready to reach into marriage. You only reach for things that you have the ability to respond to. So if you're single and you're thinking about getting married or y'all engage or before y'all even, if you had a place before I do, self-examine yourself and look at the person that you're trying to marry and really uh, discern 
Do y'all both have the ability to respond to each other's needs? If you don't have the ability to respond, don't even pick up the phone. Because only those who are responsible are able to respond to what marriage requires. That's my nugget of truth for the week, BD. Mm -hmm. I hope it was a blessing to your soul. Absolutely. And I hope this episode has been a blessing to all of you. I hope you got something out of it. If you're single, let us know in the comments. Uh, if you got anything out of the podcast, if you're married, drop in the comments some things that you can't do anymore now that you're married. Okay? Um, if you enjoy the podcast and you know other people that might enjoy the podcast, let them know about it. Like the video, share the videos, comment on the videos. And if you have not done so already, make sure you subscribe. And hit the bell. Hit the bell so that you receive post notifications as well. That's all we've got for you guys today. I am Brandon Dixon, a humble father of four. He is Joshua Ezzy. We are the Good Guys Podcast. We are out. Peace.